Hey guys, I'd like to introduce you to a new podcast that I know you're going to love. Do you like travel? Do you like picturesque locations and getting away from it all? Well, this new podcast has all that and murder. It's called Slaycation, and it's a darkly humorous look at murders and mysterious deaths that took place on vacation. Hosted by a true crime fanatic, her comedy writer husband and his TV producing partner, Slaycation brings a unique perspective to chilling, thrilling, and WTF stories of vacations gone horribly wrong. From the twisted tale of Harold and Tony Henthorne, whose romantic anniversary in the Rocky Mountains ended with one of them falling off a cliff, to Angelica and Vincent, two recently engaged lovebirds whose Hudson Valley kayaking adventure ended underwater. Each episode of Slaycation will have you asking, accident or murder? But it's not just the stories that'll intrigue you. It's the discussion between a longtime married couple and business partners who happen to be Emmy-nominated TV producers. Each episode of Slaycation also includes humor, takeaway and travel tips that will keep your next vacation from being your last. If you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month, March 2018 Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month is a compilation of the weird, disturbing, and downright baffling stories currently happening in our world. From UFOs and serial killers, to ancient sites, mysterious creatures, and even ghosts, these are the Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month for March 2018. Number 5. Ancient Mexican City Discovered Just a half hour away from Mexico City, the small western town of Morelia had been sitting on a large secret for centuries. The old city of Per Picha was once a flourishing civilization during the 16th century. Less well known than their counterpart the Aztecs, the Pure Picha were also a once thriving people before the Europeans ravaged the country. Now scientists reveal they finally finished mapping out the old city uncovering a massive ancient complex that rivals even the biggest cities we have today. Scientists started mapping the city of Angmuco since it was discovered back in 2007 using a special approach called LIDAR scanning. This laser mapping technique fires laser pulses from an aircraft and the bounce back is measured, then combined with GPS and other data to create a 3D map of the area. This type of scanning penetrates dense forests and foliage making it possible to get an accurate reading of the ground underneath. The scans revealed that along a 26 square kilometer area, there contained more than 40,000 buildings, which is the same that's currently in Manhattan. It also showed the city to be progressively advanced with road systems, cultivated garden areas, wells, pyramids, and even a ball court. The main layout of the city included the pyramids and open plazas, were found along the city edges rather than in the center area. Various ceramic and pottery fragments have been found there as well, and during the peak of their civilization, it's estimated the city was home to 100,000 people, making it the largest city in western Mexico during the time. 
As for relics, so far they've recovered 37 remains of individuals, including a toy rattle and other grave goods. The excavation and mapping will continue, but scientists admit the site is so large and extensive that even an army of people digging for 40 years would still find so much left to uncover. Number 4. Toronto Serial Killer Bruce MacArthur was considered the most unlikely suspect. For those he encountered, he looked like someone who was harmless. In fact, he even worked as a mall Santa, adding to his innocent-looking persona. But behind that kind exterior was a cold-blooded serial killer that hunted men in Toronto's gay community. In 2010, Skandaraj Navaratnam was reported missing. He was last seen on September 6, leaving a gay bar with an unknown gentleman. Toronto police received a tip that he had been murdered by someone with links to an online cannibalism ring, and authorities found a potential suspect in James Alex Brunton. The Peterborough man was a member of the online cannibalism ring and was later charged for child pornography, but was never proven to be the murderer. Soon enough, police discovered Abdul Bazar Faizi had also gone missing on December 29, 2010. His car was later found in an area in the gay village. Then almost two years later, on October 25, 2012, Majid Kahan went missing as well. He was last seen at a family wedding. When the initial murder investigation of Mr. Navaratnam was relegated to a missing persons case, the task force was downsized to two detectives. It was here when they realized that Navaratnam once had a romantic and professional relationship with a man named Bruce MacArthur. They checked up on Bruce and traced communications between MacArthur and Mr. Fazy on dating apps prior to his disappearance. Police then finally interviewed MacArthur when they got a tip connecting him to Majid Kahan. Despite the initial interview, no arrest was made and it's unclear whether he was pursued as a suspect in the case or not at the time. By August of 2015, Saroosh Mahmoodi, a father of two, was declared missing. Meanwhile, between 2016 and 2017, police believed Dean Lissowick was murdered, but because he had no permanent address, he was not reported missing. In April of 2017, Turkish immigrant Salim Essen was reported missing, and by June of the same year, aid support group volunteer Andrew Kinsman disappeared just after Pride weekend. Toronto Police formed Project PRISM by August 2017 to investigate the disappearance of Essen and Kisman, and it was during this time that Bruce MacArthur's name came up again. He was investigated and finally arrested in January 2018 for the murders of Andrew Kinsman and Salim Essen. When police searched his property, they found a total of six dismembered human remains buried and hidden inside planners. MacArthur had also run a landscaping business aside from working as a mall Santa. On February 23, 2018, Bruce was charged with a total of eight murders. A picture of a possible ninth victim was released by Toronto police in hopes someone could come forward and identify the man. Currently, MacArthur sits in jail awaiting trial. Number 3. UFO Evidence in Oregon It was October 25, 2017, when an unidentified aircraft soared through the skies of the Pacific Northwest above Portland, Oregon. It was the Oakland Center Sector 31 that first detected the mysterious craft around 4.30 p.m. 
Then after several minutes, the unknown craft caused huge concern as it veered off into a crowded stream of commercial airliners before disappearing from radar completely. Shortly afterwards, commercial airliner pilots reported visual contact. Some said it was too far from sight for them to provide an accurate description, but at least one pilot said it was a white aircraft with the build of a Lear jet. He couldn't make out any markings on the craft, but added it was definitely big and moving very fast. Audio recordings during this time had an aircraft controller responding to the pilot's reports and showing them where to look. He also asked if any of the proximity sensors were registering the craft. When Alaska 439 inquired about the UFO as well, the controller reported that they had nothing on it and that it seems to be, as they put it, in stealth mode or something. Soon, recordings indicated that the military was kept in the loop and references to WADS and the call sign Bigfoot were mentioned. WADS refers to the Western Air Defense Sector of NORAD that's responsible for monitoring large airspace between the U.S. and Canada. It's unclear who actually asked for the F-15s to scramble, but the recordings indicate they were ready to intercept shortly after the initial sightings of the craft. The fighter jets took to the air over Portland as a rock flight, indicating they are the ones kept on high alert status across the U.S. to help prevent or intercept incidents like those of 9-11. A few interesting notes about the recording capture between the FAA, military, and pilots noted that the UFO was big and moving at a pace with the commercial planes at 37,000 feet. But there were a few moments of dead air during the recording that led to the speculation that some information was redacted. By the end of the recordings, no one knew where the mysterious aircraft had gone or where it had come from in the first place. The interviews that came after didn't reveal anything substantial since no one seemed to know what it was they were looking at. Is it possible the mysterious craft was of alien origin? Some believe so, but others also say it could be a top-secret military craft on a test flight. They point to the fact that Oregon is close to Nevada, where Area 51, or more officially Groom Lake, is located. Others point to the possibility it could be the B-21 Raider, the next-generation stealth bomber from the Air Force that's currently being developed. In the end, no one has an answer. But the amount of information and data left in the recording showed just how government agencies and those in authority respond to such an unusual incident in real time. Whether this will be enough to bring answers or to intercept possible threats in the future is another question altogether. Number 2. Death Penalty for Donald Smith Dubbed as the Walmart Monster, it took the jury just 12 minutes to unanimously recommend the death penalty for 61-year-old child predator Donald Smith. Smith was inside a Walmart store when he approached Rain Periwinkle and her two daughters. Rain had mentioned the girls hadn't eaten in a while, and Smith offered to use his $150 gift card from McDonald's to treat them. He also promised to buy clothes for the girls, and Rain trusted him enough thinking he was merely a good Samaritan. However, while near the Walmart entrance where the McDonald's was located, surveillance showed Smith luring eight-year-old Cherish Periwinkle outside of the store and into his van. It would take Rain 20 minutes before she realized her daughter was missing and that something was terribly wrong. Donald Smith brutally raped and tortured the little girl before wrapping a piece of cloth around her neck and choking the life out of her. 
so fiercely that her eyes bled. Ten hours after the abduction, he was arrested and Cherisher's body would be found the following day. Smith had stuffed the little girl under a log in a wooded area behind a neighborhood church. Even though Smith was arrested in 2013, the exact same day Cherish's body was found, it took several years for the trial to proceed. During it, graphic evidence showing what he had done to her left a deep and disturbing imprint on the jury, many of which gasped in horror while some cried. The evidence was so graphic, the medical examiner asked for a break midway through to regain composure. Donald Smith has had a long history of criminal activity. He had attempted to kidnap two teen girls back in 1992 and was arrested in 2009 for making a lewd phone call to a child. Despite the vote for the death penalty, the final verdict will be handed down by Judge Mallory Cooper. Although it's unlikely a judge will overturn a unanimous jury's death vote, they still have the opportunity to override it and give a life sentence if she finds it fitting. The final hearing is scheduled for March 28th. Number 1. 10,000-Year-Old Aliens Paleocontact, or more popularly known as the Ancient Astronauts Hypothesis, proposes that intelligent beings from outer space may have visited Earth during ancient times. While many dispute this theory, others believe proof of such events are still around today. In Chirama, India, one possible piece of evidence was found inside a cave. Lying 130 kilometers from Raipur, the Chhattisgarh cave displays what is believed to be 10,000-year-old cave paintings depicting extraterrestrials. In one image, it shows what appears to be strange beings with large bulbous heads, long necks, and three fingers. These beings are also shown not to have mouths or noses either. Another painting also showcases what looks to be a sphere-like object with three legs, much like how we depict UFO spaceships today. According to archaeologist J.R. Bagot, these prehistoric paintings were created in the natural earth but haven't faded. He adds that the images suggest humans might have seen or imagined such beings from other planets, much like how UFOs still create a fascination with us today. He's seeking help from NASA and other experts to help give clarity on what the subject of the paintings could be. More fascinating is that among the locals in the village, some have come to worship the paintings over the years. They tell of a story they've heard from their ancestors about the Rohila people. According to the stories, the Rohila were the small-sized ones, who had landed from the sky in a round-shaped flying object. They would sometimes take one or two people from the village and never return them. Aside from the unusual UFO-like creatures, other paintings there depict the usual drawings of humans and everyday objects as well as animals. But another curious depiction came up where it showed kangaroos and giraffes, both of which are non-native to India. The paintings and depictions here are highly unusual, but this isn't the only ancient place showcasing such scenes. In Barrier Canyon, Utah, ancient petroglyphs also show tall beings with round-shaped heads and large eyes, while an ancient rock in Australia also shows the same type of beings. 10,000 years ago up until today, and the human race has never changed its fascination with UFOs and extraterrestrials. So, if they aren't real, then you have to ask, what is it that so many people claim to have witnessed and experienced? Every day we encounter scary and mysterious stories that many of us don't know what to make of, 
These are just a handful, but there is still so much more to discover. If you enjoyed this video, then remember to subscribe to our channel. We have many new scary mysteries coming out every single week that we're sure you'll enjoy. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next week.